Hello, everybody. Welcome to the What Do You Dream podcast. I'm Nick with Christy. Hello. And today we've got some more dreams and a viewer submission dream, I believe. Isn't that right, Christy? We do. We finally got another email. Thank you to Anonymous who has sent this in. Um, it's a very vivid dream and it's, it's quite a long one, but I love it. Okay, so I'm going to read it out. Okay, so this person said they were doing some guided meditation about their power animal but then they fell asleep and in their dream, so this is what they've written. In my dream, I was walking barefoot into the jungle, like deep into the Amazon until I found an old temple that was in ruins. There were torches on the mm-hmm. walls and snakes and spiders crawling across the floor, kind of Indiana Jones style. Inside the temple, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very Indiana Jones. Inside the temple, I found an old iron bar cage and inside the cage was a black panther pacing around with a moon on its forehead. I looked around and realized the cage wasn't locked, so I let the panther out. It circled me three times, purring super loud, and then turned into a rainbow leopard with bright green eyes, still with a moon on its forehead. Then it jumped into the sky and became a part of the stars. That's the dream. Very vivid. That's very vivid, and there's a lot of strong imagery. A lot lot of strong visual imagery in that. Yeah. So, okay. So, is this... After guided meditation or during yes, the guided meditation? this was afterwards. So this person's fallen asleep after their meditation and then this is what they've mm-hmm. dreamed. So it looks like it's really primed. Whatever they went through was really primed because I'm not sure what... Because um, the panther's really... Hmm. Because the panther cat, big cat... Because the big cat stuff's really... Is always really interesting. Generally strong independence, I feel. But a very... I feel like a panther is a very sly animal too. Like it's very, you don't see them often. They're very rare. They're Mm. They're only seen when they want to be seen. And when they're caged, it's almost like wrong. It feels wrong. It feels uneasy. Yeah. The crescent moon, I get Sailor Moon vibes. (laughs) (laughs) I get that like little cat. It's so like that little cat thing, you know, where it's like, meow, 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 I'm, I'm Sailor Cat. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it. I, well, we I watched defi- it a little bit. We definitely but, know what this yeah. person's spirit animal is. It's it's a I, panther. I think it's a panther. For sure. For sure. I mean, that's panther. very obvious there. Yeah. You know what? I'm like on this, I'm actually going to look this up because I feel like this is worth like looking into like the meaning, like the, what's like, what, like, I don't know, really know what the meaning of like the moon is. No, you know, neither. In... But it was they've they've said it was a half crescent moon. So could that have could that have any meaning? I mean, I don't know much about astronomy or I know when it's a full moon my dog goes nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So it looks like so having a quick squiz, it looks like there's a lot of different interpretations in different things. Uh, moon moves and the alignment, da, da, da. Uh, the spiritual meaning of this is new opportunities and optimism. There we go. Or you've got, represents birth cycles and fertility. Oh, so okay. So that links up to, I think it's like that um, initial, ah, oh, but then if you look at the witchcraft stuff, it says it represents a lessening. So it's a state of it's a lowering of a state of power, a lack of movement and ending. So it depend, I guess it depends on this person's um, disposition. So it depends on like where, so I don't know what sort of meditation this was taking on. So I don't know if it's like a Buddhist 
or just a generic spiritual meditation? Is it a Wiccan? Do Wiccans have that kind of stuff? So I think it that would inform a lot about what this half moon would be. So I think it seems like... Because it almost feels... If, okay, let's take okay. Let's let's do let's do a quick thought. Let's do two mm. paths. Let's mm. do the one path as it's the rebirth and fertility angle, mm-hmm. and the other part is like the weakening, a weak state before something big. How about that? I think that kind of works. Okay, well, the weak state could have something to do with COVID, depending on where this person is. They could be True. in lockdown at the moment. Um, True. So that could that could have to do with the the caging and maybe this person letting the panther out of the cage. Could have something to do with, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. When are they going to get out of this lockdown or when's COVID going to, you know, start disappearing and things getting back to normal? Mm-hmm. I feel mm. like there would be a lot of COVID-related dreams at the moment because it's just such a big part of our life now. Mm. I, all I, anyone I talks, All anyone talks about is COVID. You turn on the news, COVID. You, even some TV shows now are bringing COVID into their new seasons. So yeah. it's yeah. <laughs> which, yeah, it's true. Which I it's like, kind why of... are we all standing really far away from each other? <laughs> oh, there's this uh, thing that's happening called a uh, COVID nineteen. Oh, yeah. God. So yeah, I think that could have a lot to do with to do with what was happening in this dream. The whole being locked up and the you know letting them out and the rainbow, the panther going into the sky and becoming a uh, what was it? Turned into a rainbow leopard with bright green eyes. And then jumped into the sky to become part of the stars. That could be its, you know, being free, wanting to be free of lockdown or COVID or whatever their current situation is. Hmm. Like, yeah, I, I kind of, I see that. Yeah, I can kind of see that angle. It's that kind of taking it more generically, less on the COVID angle, but it's that like being locked in. Mm. You are lessened when you are locked in. Oh, I guess it's going back to a COVID thing, but it's like the loss of independence. Because mm. I guess the main thing is is that um, the because the panther the panther is a wild cat, but like you were saying earlier, is that it it's able to go out, do everything, go around wherever, and only wants to be seen when it wants to be seen. But being yeah, but being locked into this element, yeah, it, I guess that's it. And then the I would say the green eyes. Is that kind of rebirth, the growth, fertility element of like the possibilities are endless. And then I guess going up to the stars, it is that infinite universe, mm. you know? Yeah, like I like that. The sky's the, li- the literal thing of the sky's the limit. Yeah, I like that. That could be very so, yeah. true for the ending there of this dream. Like the sky's yeah. the limit. I like but that. But then I guess, but then going back to the start of it, because I think the housing of the housing of this uh, leopard. I said panther earlier, but they're that. Is it leopard or panther? It's a panther. Black panther. Panther. Okay, black panther. Yeah, cool. So this pan, I guess being housed in like this ancient temple, it could also be something that isn't so, um, something that's underlying. So maybe they have felt that they have had a long, long period of no control, no freedom, which would work with the COVID element. Mm-hmm. Or maybe there's some personal stuff going on that they're, um, trying to grapple with and see is is this thing something that has them because anxiety or this pressure that's keeping them locked down mm. locked in they can't move they don't get that freedom but then I guess that they get to confront that because I guess the panther is the physical embodiment of this loss this lessening 
and then but the crescent moon's like yeah this is going to actually be fulfilled its potential to be a full moon opening up to the stars and being yeah that's that's how i take it. i think that's i like that's, that i think, I think that's, that sounds i mean good. that's better than what i would have come up i would have just said did you watch indiana jones or black panther <laughs> before <laughs> dreaming so <laughs> did you watch indiana jones black panther and a bit of sailor moon before you went to bed? like that's yeah. like the that's the sandwich that's like the the breads the black panther and bloody um indiana jones and then the meats just the sailor moon you know, yeah, <laughs> so let's just go with well, what you said. Cause... Let's say that. Okay, so uh, thank you so much, viewer. If yes. any of you guys have any dreams that you'd like to let us analyze, make sure you email what do you dream podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your dreams. We'd love to hear, it doesn't matter what, doesn't matter what they are, nah. we will review them. Nah. And no because judgments here. No judgments because no we judgment. can't control what we dream about. It just happens. So... Oh, well, well, actually, there is an element of, there's this thing called lucid dreaming. Have you ever heard of that? No. So, basically, you get to control your dreams. How? What do you, what do you mean control your dreams? So, you're aware that you're in a dream state and that you can do whatever you want in those dreams. So, you can fly, you can change the world and everything like that. Think of, like, the controlling element in Inception. Like, you know you're in it and you can, like, manipulate it. Oh, that'd be cool. I would I make we'll... so many things happen. <laughs> oh, yeah. You just do tons of stuff. And I mean, like, it, it, it would be interesting because you'd be like, oh, okay, I want to be a knight going around this. Or, oh, you know what? I want to fly and do this and do that. I don't know. It, like, you can, you, there's, there's infinite possibilities within your mind. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting. But um, I think a lot of people that do it, they, it's a very active, active process, learning how to do it. Yeah, I was going to say, that would be very, would it be difficult to be able to do that? Because, like, how do you control what you're dreaming? Do you think about something before you go to bed and you just fixate on that and then hope that's what you dream for? Or how does that work? Um. Okay, so my limited knowledge on it is, it, it, it is that active element of, I'm going to dream, I'm going to dream, I'm going to dream, I'm going to yeah. dream, kind of like you're pre yeah. preparing yourself. Yeah, for yeah, yeah. So you're, you're right on that first part. And then the other part is more writing down everything you can remember in a dream, in a dream journal. Mm -hmm. And then you start picking up reoccurring elements. Mm -hmm. So you go, oh, yeah, I saw this red cat. And there's like a, a bright red cat. It's like, oh, I always see that. And you kind of pick up themes in your dream so that you can trick yourself into real oh kind of triggering yourself into going oh i'm in a dream you know kind of being aware finding stuff to trigger your brain into thinking that you're in a dream and then when you realize that you can then start taking things further up i haven't yeah. actually gotten past the point of being aware of you know, your dreaming yeah right um but yeah how so interesting I'll look, we'll look into it more yeah definitely i, I think that'll be fun and i think I would like to try it because that would be really interesting. Uh, and I'll try, actually, you know what? Um, I'll start trying it now and I'll start mm. coming back with, with, um, I'll start coming back with, uh, reports. I like I, that. I, I, I want to see if it actually works. If you yeah. like fixate on something so much before you're about to go to sleep, if you actually dream about it, I want to know if that works. Yeah. And I'll find a guide, just a, a Google guide or whatever, and I'll, uh, make sure I'll tell you guys about it and we'll see where it goes. Yeah, there. anyone we'll who's interested. We'll do that with the running project, yeah. And yeah. if anyone knows, also email us and let us know what it's 
if you've ever done it before or if you've got any surefire tricks, just let us know because we would really like to spend all of our time in our dreams <laughs> doing something interesting. That's for sure. Random shit that makes no sense. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Now, speaking of random shit that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Oh, so, here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Well, actually, so it, it's it, my dream. So normally my dreams are quite wacky or really, um, it's, I would describe some, a lot of my dreams, yeah, usually wacky, action packed, or it's like those sex, sex comedy. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, your, um, your bloody American pies, those kind of, yeah, yeah, porkies, all those kind of funny, like, silly, like, hey, we're young men and we just want to, you know, and <laughs> we just want to what? <laughs> you know, that's, that's what, that's what sex sounds like, right? <laughs> And maybe like a clown orgy. You're definitely doing it wrong if that's what I'm you think it de- sounds like. I think that's the um, doll deflating, but I don't know. <laughs> oh, way too much information. <laughs> way too much information. Like I know no, we're friends, but I didn't need to know that much. <laughs> it's, it's okay. I don't own a doll because I still live at home and that would be weird to explain. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the dream. Yes. Uh, so this dream actually was very uh, personal, like a very personal deep divey dream and mm-hmm. was deep, felt a lot more dramatic than what I've normally had in my mm-hmm. dreams. Mm-hmm. So number one, it was, I felt like it was on the verge of raining the whole time while I was in this dream. Okay. I was in my childhood home in Melbourne where I used to live with my parents and my grandmother and we were preparing for something. I think it was maybe Christmas or some kind of family gathering. So there was a lot of walking around, getting ready. I was out in the backyard a lot, just looking around the backyard for some reason. Cause I used to spend a lot of time with my brother in the backyard, just playing around as you do as a kids, like nineties kids playing around and more people started to come and as the guests came, their vehicles became ran- like more random, less less mainstream. So like a little bit more disheveled, bigger, like just a bigger version of what a car is. That doesn't make sense. Yeah. And like a bus. And I didn't know any of these people, but they were coming in and um, they were coming in and like talk- talking to me like we were family. Yep. So these people like, knew who you were, but you had no idea who they were. Yeah, I was like, who the hell are you? Who the hell are you? Yeah. Because I was also looking for somebody, but I wasn't aware of who I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Then the person came, and I know this person, and I was really excited because I had had or have a crush on them. Yep. And then... Wait, wait, wait. Is this person someone you actually know in real life? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay, continue. So, yeah. And then... The family kept on, like, interjecting and getting in the way. Like, because we weren't family in this, as clarification. Um, (laughs) And they are not family to me now, clarification. Um, (laughs) But I kept on trying to talk to this person. And I couldn't because I was just kept on getting in the way. And then when I had a chance to talk to them, I realized that I was in my, as at my grandmother's house. Then I got really quite upset like emotional because we, because we don't have, we sold it a few years ago now. 
And I'm like, wait, I, I'm not here. I'm not meant to be here. We don't, we can't be here. And then I woke up. Wow. That's a very right? emotional dream. I know. Normally you don't dream stuff like that. Has like something, a, yeah, like has, I hit the great two, three hits. Has something happened in the last couple of weeks, like in your family for you to get really emotional or has this person uh, that you used to have a crush on, have they still been in your life at the moment or? Um, yeah, kind of, mm-hmm. kind of like loose conversation here and there, yep. but nothing more than that. Yep. But family side, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary for the family side. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know what the the cars would symbolize. I mean, you're not, you don't even have your driver's license, so you're not a car person. (laughs) And even if I did, I I just, people who really like cars, like I appreciate that you like stuff. I'm just one of those people that sees it as a tool, which I don't use yet. (laughs) (laughs) Which you really need to get onto, by the way. Um... Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so at your house, which ended up being your grandma's house, which you later, did you, were you very, is your grandma still alive? No, she passed away a while ago, a couple, few years ago now. Okay, and is that when you sold the house afterwards? We, yeah, sold it like a couple of years after. Okay. Yeah. Is her, is, I'm trying to think, is there some kind of connection to you, were you close to your grandma? Very close, yeah. Is her birthday coming up or something significant coming up? No, see, the, and that's the thing. Nothing significant family-wise is coming up. The only thing I can think of is I'm really G'd up to give my mum a present for her birthday, which is coming up in a week. Okay. Yeah, in a week. Okay. So so maybe maybe that, like I'm really G'd up, because I bought this present back in, uh, in Feb. Mm-hmm. So I've been waiting to like... <laughs> I tried to give it to her for like bloody Mother's Day and I realized no, that's going to be shit. It's going to be like, this is, a, no, this is a really good present. What are you going to give for my birthday? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. You never get a better present for Mother's Day than birthday. No. Mother's Day is, Mother's Day is just a, like just a trash day. You should treat your mum well. You should treat your parents well. It's like Valentine's Day. Trash holiday. You know yes. what? I'll get a whole list of trash holidays come back to you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even get the day off. If you got the, they use it on the weekend. That's bullshit. Yeah. There you yeah. go, I said it. Watch out. <laughs> Unpopular opinion there. Unpopular opinion much. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't understand that Valentine's Day is just like a trash holiday. It's just a way for florists and, you know, chocolate stores to make a whole lot of cash and bump up their prices for one day. So true. And like all the places, all these other like restaurants and stuff, you go like, uh, cool Valentine's Day discount. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, what's the difference? Like, dude, oh, I was here last next... week. <laughs> yeah, like you get some champagne, and you get, that cost a little bit. You've saved like two dollars more. Yeah, exactly. But actually, you're gonna end up buying more later on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, I actually knew someone who broke up with their girlfriend at the time because he didn't want to do something for Valentine's Day. For no. Him. Yeah, he was a prick. I don't associate associate with him anymore. Not because of that wow. type of stuff, but what I know. a dick. I know. What a dick. Like, I don't want to get her anything. <laughs> so the easy option was to, I'll, I'll just break out with her so I don't have to do with Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, wow. so you either, have you been together long enough to already have done a Valentine's Day? 
or was the was the plan always to be like look if i'm still with her before valentine's day she's she's dead to me <laughs> it sounds like it it sounds like but they weren't it was pretty lo- savage yeah it sounds like they weren't together long enough or that long or it's just like look every valentine or, or they peaked last valentine's day and it's just like look <laughs> it's either things are going to go really well or they're not going to go well either way yeah no, yeah one way or the other <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, so back to your dream. Oh, yeah. Dreams. Um, I, f- I forgot what you... I forgot. Okay, so an old kind of flame. You were waiting for this person. Is there still kind of feelings yeah. there for this person? Yeah, I I think, like, kind of. It's o- open to it, but not actively seeking. Did something ever happen between you two, or it just never got to that? I think it was, like, it was always hint... It was kind of, um... Impl- not implied, but like there was something there. There was the like we almost, but we didn't. Mm-hmm. Or Just maybe because it's, the timing. Maybe didn't... it's that regret. Like it's it's that you know that person was there and you saw them in your dream and then you wanted to speak with them but you kept getting what was it sidetracked or some something kept. I kept on getting yeah. It's just yeah interrupted by the random people. Yeah, yeah. maybe that's just uh your dream saying that you know this actually. Ugh, what am I trying to say? Um, I regret not taking, just going fuck it and going for it. Yeah, that or it's... Taking the opportunity. <laughs> I, can't, I don't know the words I'm trying to say. Ugh. Um, <laughs> literally, my brain is just broken right now. <laughs> um, it's the real life situation manifesting into your into your dream. So it's kind of reinforcing exactly what didn't happen. And I guess because, it's being framed in an emotional setting as well. Yeah, like, yeah. It's because I've obviously got some kind of un- unresolved element there. Yeah. And so yeah. in your dream, it's not like, you know, you and this person, you know, you got together and happy families and all that mm. kind of stuff. It's rep- It's doing the same thing that happened to you in real life, whereas you just, mm. you never got that chance. Wow, my brain's just... a dick. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's kicking you in the balls, isn't it? It's like I'm getting cock-blocked <laughs> by my brain. Like, what the hell, man? You think he's the one per- It's the one... Per- I'd say he. He's the one person who should get my back. <laughs> nah, fuck yeah. That's apparently the, that's apparently the deal. Literally. Your brain's just wow. like, fuck you, man. You 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 had a chance and you blew it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remind you about it. that. <laughs> you blew it, prick. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, thanks, me, I guess. <laughs> okay. Wow. Well, yeah. So that actually is such a thematic shift to what I normally dream. I know. Because it's usually it's usually wacky stuff with no meaning or wacky stuff about trying to hook up with someone. Mm. Which also, also, by the way, not my normal life disposition either. <laughs> like, I'm not a man ho. So again, like, your brain is just like, this is what you could be doing. <laughs> Look at look at this potential. Look at what you're wasting. Look at you. You disappointment. <laughs> you're a disappointment. <laughs> we could have met a bunch of nice ladies and you just gotta look at you. Look at you. Now we're in lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope your dream's perkier. Uh, well, okay, so I know I've mentioned before I keep having, like, really scary or shit dreams, so here's another one, but it was very quick. It was a very, very quick dream, and it mm. actually woke me up um, 
quite not violently, but like it just snapped me out of my dream, like out of sleeping. Um, so I dreamt, oh. yeah, um, I dreamt that I was, I don't know where I was, somewhere in a, not a paddock, but like a bush, a cleared bushland area. And I was with people, I don't know who they were, there were just people around me. And someone started yelling, snake, snake. So I turned around and there's this big black snake just like beelining for me. And my instinct mm. is not to run away, but, oh, let's catch this snake. So I put out my hand and it like launches at me and I just catch it <laughs> in midair. And oh it's God. like, that's it's amazing. <laughs> I know. It's like Steve Irwin shit right there. And then... It's like violently thrashing in my hand and it bites me. And I'm like, everyone around me is like, oh my God, you just got bitten. And I'm like, no, nah, it's fine. It's fine. I'm okay. It's fine. And I'm still holding the snake. I haven't dropped it, even though it's just bitten me. And then it bites me again. And everyone's like, you need to go to a hospital. It's biting you. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm fine. I'm okay. And then it bites me the third time, but it bites me. Like it comes towards my head and bites me on the neck. And then I woke up. Oh, my up. God. And that last bite, like, jolted me out of my sleep. And that was it. That's oh, that's really interesting. I know. But I was... I don't know why I was dreaming... I don't know what a snake represents or why I was dreaming about snakes, but it, well, I, I just remember it was a big, long... Like, it wasn't fat like a... Um, what is not like an get? anaconda? Yeah, yeah. So like it a, was Not like a... Yeah. No, it was kind of like, like a brown a, snake. Yeah, it was kind of like a brown snake, but it was long. It was long and it was black and shiny. Like I just remember it was shiny and you could see its scales like in the sun, like reflecting in the sun. Well, black usually means death, usually. <laughs> so that's not a surprise. Thanks. Um, snake I know snake I know this symbolism for snakes. I know with in the Judeo Judeo Christian uh, mythology mm. or religion, I shouldn't say mythology, sorry guys, um, is that it's usually deception. Right. It's deception, it's evil, it's the embodiment of evil, like usually. Now I'm trying to think, have I done anything to offend someone or have I done something bad recently? But Or I think, I think more, well, because like you could argue that while you were raised some kind of Christian Catholic, I imagine... Yeah, but I never went to church or anything. Yeah, not not so explicit, but like your family would have like been doing stuff that was religious-ish or like yeah. you knew what the religion was. Like yeah, enough. yeah, yeah. So like you could uh, yeah, so you could argue that that was kind of ingrained in you at a young age. So that could be the representation of it. I'm actually thinking more so of in Australia, especially if you've ever been out in the bush. You know snakes. Are, snakes oh, are a big deal. Literally, we have like five of the top ten poisonous snakes here in Australia. It's ridiculous. Exactly. And I know you like going out bush mm -hmm. for camping and all that kind of stuff. So you, this is a real thing that could happen to you. It's like you're used Actually, to. Actually, mm -hmm. now that you mentioned the camping, we were supposed to go um, camping right before we went into lockdown. So we had actually booked in the weekend to go camping and we obviously couldn't do it because now we're in like a massive lockdown where I can't even leave five Ks away from my house. Mm -hmm. So maybe it's like, and it was such a beautiful weekend. Like we, I was sitting at home and I was like, 
fuck this. It is the perfect weekend in winter to go camping because in winter, like all the snakes hibernate, the spiders hibernate. So there's nothing really out there that can potentially kill you when you go camping in winter, Mm. which is why it's one Mm. of the best times to go camping in Australia. Also, it's not super hot. Um, and we can get summers here that go like 45 degrees when you're out camping in the middle of whoop whoop. So it could have something to do with that. The fact that I haven't been camping in so long and it's something that we used to do so regularly Mm. and yeah, the snake could just, uh, yeah, I don't know what the snake could mean. I'm still stumped with that one, but it could be. I think it's, I think it's just a generic threat. Kind mm. of like, like you're literally taking a threat head on, and even though it's causing you hurting you, you're still like, I'm still gonna go for it. I think it's more of an encouraging thing mm. that it's bravery. That's a good way of looking at it. Like you're taking it as like this threat. I gotta take this threat head on, and I just gotta power through it. But then you got <laughs> other people telling you not to. But then yeah. the third bite being the oh boy, this is the danger zone <laughs> and just resolving itself. Yeah. I, I wouldn't bother looking at the end of it because that's just obviously you waking up. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'd say the whole thing is just you taking taking on a threat and taking it on head on and like controlling it. You know what I mean? That's how yeah. I take it anyway. Yeah. Or it could I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Or it to a more specific to you element, it would be, yeah, it's that camping thing, but you know it's like oh i know the threat of covid or mm. maybe the law i mm. just want i might just do it i might just do it like because <laughs> you're, you're you're such a force to be reckoned with that you would probably be like yeah fuck it let's go camping how they gonna know <laughs> look i did think about it for like a split second i'm like fuck this i'm just gonna go they're not gonna know where i'm camping <laughs> well, that's i'd like thing. to see yeah, a policeman chase me into the middle of the bush but um yeah that could be it could be a subconscious reenactment of what what's the worst that could happen? And you get bitten three times, so it's like the three strikes. Oh my god! Yes, yeah. I didn't even think of that. Mm, Shit, you're, yeah. getting good, you're getting good at this. I am getting really good. At this. Whereas I'm like, I'm I don't know sad. what your fucking dreams mean. <laughs> Do with it, mate. <laughs> you're just like, oh, it sounds like you're pretty sad, and you're <laughs> you're sad, you're you're lonely, and want to meet someone. Sucks That's literally what I keep telling you about all your dreams. <laughs> that no one wants and to be your friend like, and your sibling. <laughs> It's like sometimes I think I'm like sometimes I like I used to have a dream where I used to think I was in in The Sims, like I was both controlling and being controlled. Yep. That was yeah. That was tripping. Mm. And I can't. Yeah. It's. Mm. Oh my god! Actually, as we were talking, we've actually had another email with from a viewer. Really. For a dream. <gasps> Again, anonymous. God, people. It's okay to use like pseudonyms. People, not pseudonyms. What's the um name for alias alias yeah, yeah that's a yeah yeah yeah. you can use an alias okay okay so we have hey guys love the show keep up the good stuff i have uh i have a weird dream for you i was living at a home a bit younger still an adult but younger and moved to a new house with my parents okay oh i'm not living at home at the moment okay fine previous owner uh the previous owners were just leaving and we moved in at night that's weird uh i went to have a look in my room and the previous girl's furniture was still in there like random items like a tv desk it was a little girl's room 
Then cut to, okay, this person might be, <laughs> sounds like they're like a, in a writer, like a script writer or something. <laughs> and cut scene. to a new scene, a new scene, literally here, a new scene. <laughs> I, uh, I'm with my mom and my mom says, I think this was a famous person from the 90s here and who's old now. Well, yeah, okay. Um, and they left their stuff. Oh, wait. And they left their stuff like nudes of them. Oh. And a very random cardboard box with a thing that she didn't know. Okay. Then I looked at the box and opened it and it was a flashlight. <laughs> and that was my dream. <laughs> what? That's almost like... That is what happened? <laughs> I was not expecting that ending, that's for sure. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Like, I was expecting some weird, like, did the person die here after some weird, like, sex scandal stuff? Yeah. And then it ends with the flashlight. Okay, well, this might this person might be kind of horny. That's what I'm I getting think at. Maybe. It could like, be. All the way. But also, it almost feels like a deeper sub-meaning of lack of payoff. It's almost like the dream saying, fuck you. Because, like, it seemed like it was building to something and it was a little fuck you with the flashlight. Like, you fuck yourself <laughs> with a flashlight. You know what I mean? Literally, yeah, yeah. Like, Ugh. because you're like, oh, what's the story behind here? Because they, they made a point that they don't live with their parents. Mm. So maybe there was a sticking point of living with their parents and not wanting to, maybe. Mm-hmm. Could have or, something to do with like, privacy. Maybe. Like, they, they Pri- never had that privacy mm-hmm. living at home. Maybe. And that's where all these, guess... this, these nudes and the, the flag. I can't say it without laughing. I'm such a child. And then, but the nudes <laughs> of the 90s guy who's old, that would be, and looking at a flashlight in just a random cardboard box. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like an exploration of the past to make sense of the future with fucking. Maybe it's like an exploration of like past relationships. Yeah. Maybe I don't. I don't even think that. Like it's because like really. It's makes, just so random. There's a lot of strange things. But maybe it is the brain just going like, "Fuck you," or maybe it's like a kill your heroes kind of story. Like don't meet your heroes. Like, like oh, I love this guy in the '90s. He was so cool. Oh, here's some naked photos and the plastic thing he fucked. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like, like, think of someone from the 90s that you'd be keen to meet, and then you go, oh. Oh, they're a weirdo. They're a weirdo. They're a weirdo. Oh, it's like, meet meet the Red Ranger from Power Rangers, and then you're like, hey, oh, there's photos of you naked. Oh, and they're not good photos either. Oh. And this is the fleshlight. Where did Red Power Ranger come from? (laughs) They were from the 90s. You'd want to meet a Power Ranger, wouldn't you? I I think a lot of them have. Yeah. A lot of them have been, like, gotten in crimes and shit, like. Being a Power Ranger is not good. Actually, I think I think it is. Is it the Red Power Ranger who's like committed murders or something? There, I read. This is going off a little bit off the yeah. dream here, but I read that there is a curse on the Power Rangers set of every okay. Power Rangers that has ever existed. So I don't know if it's the Red Power Ranger, but I think it might be the Red Power Ranger where like the three different actors who have played the Red Power Ranger have gotten yeah into like. Um, are in jail or have committed murders or committed crimes. And there's like a weird kind of conspiracy going on there. Well, it looks like just a random, yeah, following this random side note, 
it seems to be very much the case. Is someone it? Someone who's been, yeah, someone who killed someone with a samurai sword. Yes. Brutally, one other person who brutally beat his wife before killing himself. Yes. Oh I, my god! This I read is about crazy. the samurai. I read about the samurai sword one. That, that one was I recent. Read about. That was more yeah. recent. Yeah. Twenty seventeen looks like. Wow. Wow. Okay, maybe I don't want to meet a red parrot. <laughs> maybe not. Like maybe it was like some murder suicide thing with a flashlight. Okay, yeah. Okay, let's. Okay. Oh. Now, uh, I'm kind of scared now. <laughs> <laughs> but let's take it back at face value. So obviously you went back with your parents and you didn't want that, but you had to make the best of a bad situation. But then Mm -hmm. there's an element of possible regression going to the little girl's room, but -hmm. then it's completely juxtaposed by the very adult nude. Yeah. Oh, you know what it is? What? I think I got it. I think I got it. Okay. Okay. I think it's this element of, so so I'd say, especially for like millennials, you got like, we're in our late twenties coming into our thirties, that element of, I'm not really an adult. Mm-hmm. versus but you are an adult mm-hmm. so the little girls rooms that i'm not an adult and obviously going back home with your parents you're getting that feeling of i'm not an adult but then you're thrust into a very adult situation with your parent where you have to be the adult so it's that kind of natural progression of what we do as human beings where we end up being the parents to our parents when they get older so it could be that that's yeah. there you go. that's the answer yeah i do i even need to be in this podcast anymore because <laughs> You're just, just like, nailing, yeah, yeah, you're nailing this know. today. I'm just agreeing with you. I'm like, yeah, sure. You're just like, this is great. <laughs> I'm just your hype girl here, apparently. Go, hey, Nick. I... Go, Nick. <laughs> it's your birthday. Not for another three months. And then no I'll be one, 30. No one cares. All right, move I'm... on. No one cares. If you guys want to send me anything. No, I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> just send me, some, send me some love. So that was... That was I don't even know how I came to that. That just kind of just came out, like, you know? Mm, mm. But, yeah, so uh, Anonymous Viewer, uh, if you are, I would, we would love to know, follow-up, if you are grappling with the idea of being an adult and not being an adult at the same time, we'd like to know, because if that is the case, then consider this not crack. <laughs> <laughs> you just had to go with that pun, didn't you? Of course it was too good. I had to. Well, on that, <laughs> on that punny night, I'd like to thank you guys Stop so it. much for listening. If indeed you still are, I've been Nick and this has been Christy saying thank you so much. Bye.